Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Podcast. Diving, diving deep, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. It is. Uh, it feels like every week the injury report gets more and more treacherous for this team, and I'm certain that C.J. Stroud will be part of that injury report, John, when it comes out tomorrow after practice. Um, the latest on C.J. Stroud, as you and I record this on Tuesday, is that Tomiko Ryans met with the media on Monday, said that C.J.'s in the concussion protocol. They're going to see how it goes this week. He went on to give a long answer about how concerned they are about player safety in general with concussions. He acknowledged that something you say all the time, which is rarely does somebody come back after uh, being put in the protocol, rarely does someone come back after one week. And I don't know that I want C.J. Stroud to come back just one week after, not just a concussion, John, but I've had several people point out as well, hey, guys, he did leave the field to get examined in the Denver game as well. He came back in two plays later, um, but that's twice in two weeks that he's been taken off the field for what appear to be head injuries of some sort. Obviously, the one this past Sunday was a head injury. Um, but, John, I, I think all signs point right now to C.J. Stroud not playing on Sunday. What say you? Oh, I think he's not, not going to play, and I think – Davis Mills will start, and I don't think that's a bad thing if he has players with him. But last year he beat the Titans in Tennessee when this offense was 10 times worse, and he's 4-1 and one, uh, on the road against AFC South teams, so they're not in bad hands. And as I wrote in my lead on my column on SportsRadio610.com, no team in the league can have two backups with multi-year uh, starting assignments, including one who's the reason C.J. Stroud is here. And number two, you got a genuine miracle worker. In uh, case Keenum is who you're referring to there. Legitimately, right. he was the author of a miracle back in the 2017 Minnesota season. Can you believe it's been five teams for Case Keenum since that game, John? <laughs> Not just six years, five teams. This is, this is Case's fifth team since the Minneapolis miracle. How crazy is that? That's crazy, and hopefully this will be his last team. He'll stay here until he decides he wants to coach or go into real estate and be a real estate entrepreneur. He'll have a lot of options in coaching, if indeed that's what he wants to do. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's this is uh, this is a tricky one this weekend, John. Um, with no C.J. Stroud, um, it looks like no Nico Collins as well. Calf injury is not usually something that is a one week thing. Um, so I'm anticipating no Nico Collins. Uh, 
But as you point out, they've gone into Nashville. They went in last year with Davis Mills, a quarterback. They went in two years ago with Terod Taylor, a quarterback. Now, that was a monsoon, if I remember correctly, in 2021 with a bunch of turnovers in that game. Um, but they have beaten the Titans in Nashville, which with much worse Texans material than the one than the team they'll be bringing to Nashville, even as banged up as they are this coming Sunday. They won three of the last four games there. The other one was three point loss. They haven't lost. They haven't been swept there since seventeen. When uh, I mean beaten there. Let's see. They haven't been swept. I can't remember when they had swept. They lost two three point games one season, one in overtime when Derrick Henry beat them. I'm going to have a Derrick Henry column on Wednesday because. Texans are playing good run defense for the first time since 2018. Will they finally shut down Derrick Henry, who has been their nemesis? 2018 was when you're thinking of, John. They got swept in 2018. That was, ironically, that was Mike Mike Vrabel's rookie year as a head coach, and that was his second second game as a head coach in the NFL. He went in with Blaine Gabbard at quarterback. They were missing Taylor Lewan. And they beat Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien, and the Texans in week two, kind of cobbling together. Fake punt. Well, I mean, John, honestly, let's let's be real about this. Probably doing some things the Texans are going to need to do this weekend to pull off the upset in Nashville. I don't know if they're going to need to get a 66-yard <laughs> fake punt. But I said this on Payne and Pendergast today, is that D'Amico Ryans, as undermanned as they are right now and going in with a backup quarterback, He's going to need to out Vrabel, Mike Vrabel. <laughs> you know, Vrabel went into Miami and beat the Dolphins last night as a two touchdown underdog. So um, this will be a fascinating head coaching matchup, I think. This will be D'Amico Ryan's biggest test as a head coach by far this weekend with no CJ Stroud in all likelihood. That Monday night game in this century, what, 22 years now? It's the first time a team has been up by, has been down by 14 in the last three minutes and won. What an embarrassment for the Dolphins. Does anybody take the Dolphins seriously anymore when they can't even beat a bad team that's winless on the road when they haven't beaten? I wish Stroud could play so we could see Stroud versus Levis first at many matchups. Hopefully, we'll see those two in two weeks when they play again. Yeah, hopefully that is the case. Um, so we, you and I both anticipate no C.J. Stroud this Sunday. Uh, spread on the game two and a half. It opens Titans minus one. It's Titans minus two and a half now. Probably a combination of the result from last night's game, getting people a little amped up about the Titans along with the, the uh, eventuality that C.J. Stroud's not going to play in the game this weekend. 